The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. I'm joined by my good buddy, Keith Cork. We're here to break down this wonderful May 26th card for you guys. Playoff time, three games to talk about. So exciting that we had two hellos entering the podcast. I don't think I've done that in about six months. But that's just because Keith's here, and he gets me excited. So, Keith, how are you doing over there, my good friend? I'm good, man. I'm pumped. We were, uh, yeah, talking about the slate already. We we, uh, we already have some good stuff out there. So you guys missed all the good stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, this podcast is probably gonna be crap now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lay it on you guys. And uh, no, I'm excited for this slate. So I'm I'm good and ready to go, man. I mean, don't don't set the the bar too low or too high. I mean, it, it could still be crap. I mean, don't say don't say just kidding. We'll we'll round that out. But uh, I, no, we we touched on it. We probably did get a lot of the good stuff out. We'll be able, we'll be able to. It's never the same twice. We had to stop ourselves from talking because we're like, hold on, let's at least start the podcast before yeah. we keep going because this is good stuff. But uh, we're gonna jump right into it. But as you know, quick shout out to our presenting sponsors over at my bookie, guys. Check them out. Head over to mybookie.ag if you're looking for a good sports book. If you're looking for a good online sports betting website and platform, it is over at my bookie. And if you sign up on your initial promo, use Hoopball. H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and they will match your deposit 50% on up to $1,000. So it's free money you play with. You put in $1,000, they will give you $500 to play with. You could use it on some NBA playoff betting, some MLB action. You could take it over to their casino platform any way you want to use it or spend it. It is yours, and take advantage of it. Free money. They also have odds boost contests going on, and everything is just 10 times better over at MyBooking. If you have an issue, they have an immediate response team. They are absolutely fantastic customer service over there. The only sports book I use, the only sports book Hoopball uses. So head over there, guys. Use that promo code Hoopball. Let's jump into this, my friend. First game on the docket. We have the Washington Wizards traveling to Philadelphia. They are taking on the Sixers. Saw this one when I, the first one. But for this one, I might be mistaken right now. But. I don't have a, I don't have the Sixers on the injury report. I just have the uh, the Wizards, Denny, Thomas Bryant, the usual guys. Uh, Sixers have yet to submit it. Not un, unbeknownst to them, but it's not like they're resting anybody either. So, Keith, I'll pass it over to you. We can pretty much expect them to be full go. I don't think anybody will be missing this one. The only guy that may have a chance would be Thibel. He was the one guy that was kind of you know nicked up a little bit coming into the playoffs, but he looked great in that first game, and I, I doubt he misses this one either. So we'll start with the Wizards here. Business as usual. Who are you looking at? Yeah, man. I mean, you got to look at Russell uh, Westbrook, 11-4. It's, uh, you know, half the price to pay. Um, we were talking a little bit before before the pod started, obviously. Um, we were talking just, uh, I was talking about Ben Simmons on Russell Westbrook, so I want to just address that real quick. And, uh, you know, I've got him on my, on my player pool for sure. I can't entirely fade uh, Russell. You know, I've said in the chat before, um, I'm done doubting this guy. Like, you just can't doubt him. He's, he's a triple bu- double king. You know, there's there's really not much more you can say about him. He's just, he's, he's phenomenal. 11-4, um, though, I don't know, you know, is he going to hit that value with, with Ben Simmons draped all over him all game? Uh, tough to say. I think it's tough. I think it's a tough matchup for him. I think um, 
and that's why I'm leaning a little bit more, uh, a lot more heavily, I should say, on Bradley Beal at 8,800. That's actually my favorite play over on the Wizards side. Um, similar to, to, you know, Westbrook and Simmons, I was watching them closely. I was also watching Bradley Beal closely, and this guy was scoring every single play with two or three defenders draped all over him. So he's just a just an offensive weapon offensively. Um, just it's a beast, man. He can't can't stop this guy. So uh, I think, you know, if Westbrook's going to struggle with that Simmons, Simmons defense on him, uh, Beal's going to have to step up even more. So 8,800 for that guy. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, and then the last guy I'm going to add on the Wizards side, I'm going to add my guy, Daniel Gafford, 4,100. Um, this is just, you know, assuming, uh, and I'm, we'll talk about it when we get to the 76ers, but uh, assuming that uh, MB can, you know, have the normal game that he does have, uh, and we have a little bit more rotation on that center, a little bit more of the uh, bench centers playing uh, because of foul trouble. Uh, Gafford at 4,100, he, he's a per minute stud for DFS purposes, so hopefully he can get in that 25 uh, minute range and uh, he'll hit value there for you at 4,100. Great calls. And I didn't mention, I always miss something. Uh, <laughs> Two thirty and a half game total. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia by eight. So, yeah, very similar to the first game. Uh, but I'm with you. You know, I didn't like Westbrook in that first one. And I said, it was, you know, it feels like it's, it, it, I feel dumb saying don't play Westbrook. I don't want to tell people not to do that. But you touched on it. This is the one matchup that he's probably struggled with getting triple doubles at all season. It's the one team that he doesn't average a triple double against. So, um, I'll probably take a pass on him again. I do prefer Beal over him. Just the discount and the way that my construction is working. Uh, you know, we'll get to a couple other guys I do want to spend up on. And yes, we're getting a discount on him, but the matchup—it's—it's it's all about the matchup and just some other options. So if you could fit him and you want to go with him, sure, I don't mind it. And if that's the case, I probably want to run him back with a couple Sixers on the other side. Uh, also has the highest game total, so makes sense. Outside of Beal, though, uh, I'm with you. I don't mind taking stabs at the centers. I talked about it last time. You know, Gafford, 4,100. I want to play him. You, you know, you touched on it. If these other guys get into foul trouble, he'll probably be locked into some bigger minutes. But I think of all the centers, he might be the one out of the three that is the most prone to get into foul trouble. I think he draws the most uh, fouls per minute. So I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'll end up landing on any of these guys. And if I think if I do, it might just be as a punt, complete pump play, and it would be like Alex Len. Uh, and that's something, as you hear me say it, you don't hear the confidence in my voice because there is no confidence in my voice. Uh, I don't trust any of these centers. I never do. But I'm with you on the on Gafford being the best of the options. He absolutely is. He's definitely the best point-per-minute guy as well. But I think it's just Beal for me, man. I don't think I'm going to go into too much else over here. I think I'm going to have more interest and value uh, later on in some of the other games. But we'll slide over to the Philadelphia side of the ball. Uh, I'll keep it simple. My, my opinion does not change on this team. It's everybody of the top three. Joel Embiid will probably be looking at a great bounce back game here. Should normally decimate this team. Struggled in that last one, but, you know, that's not right. Uh, things will change. Times will change. And Joel Embiid will probably be looking at 50 points here. If you don't want to play him, though, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, both these guys are absolutely phenomenal plays. Uh, I preferred Ben Simmons in the last one, even though Tobias Harris outscored him. And I probably prefer Ben Simmons in this one as well. So I think Ben Simmons being one of my favorite point guards on the slate, I'll be overweight. And if you wanted to take a stab at a guy like Danny Green, wouldn't fault you there, but it would be simply for the value. I'll pass it over to you. Touch on a couple of them. Yeah, I think you can. Um, I think you can play some of those lower guys, but you, you hit the nail on the head, man. These top three guys. I'm looking at all of them: Embiid, Simmons, and, and Harrison. Um, you you touched on it before. You know it, that's that's my strategy here. Is um, this is the game with the highest game total uh, by about 20 points or so? So I'm looking to stack it. I'm looking to run back. You know, Beal uh, with some Embiid at 10 10 one. Um, he was in foul trouble basically the whole game last game. I, it's not going to happen again. I mean, this guy's an MVP candidate for Christ's sake. So uh, don't don't sleep on this guy, man. 10 one. Um, you know, it's it's a hefty price tag. 
neck. If he does it up in foul trouble again, I'm I'm eating and I'm I'm, I'm losing a lot of money. But um, but no, I love it here. Love the matchup. Love the player. Obviously, uh, I think he's going to have a real real big. Uh, bounce back spot uh, and I, I, I'm with you Simmons I actually do like Tobias Harris at 7k a little bit more though just because you know I, I, people that know me know that I follow the Wizards pretty closely um, you know there, there's a lot of chatter and a lot of talking about how they don't have a wing at all to guard Tobias Harris um, and it's true and if they want to take you know um, Ben Simmons off of uh, off of Westbrook and, and, and put him on Tobias Harris or something or um, uh, sorry, if they want to take Westbrook and put him on Tobias Harris uh, or something like that, then they're going to end up with Raul Howell Nettle, uh playing, you know, against uh, Ben Simmons. That just doesn't make sense. You know, they, Simmons is going to roast him. I mean, uh, they just have don't have a don't have an option. I mean, they might play some Chandler Hutchinson or something like that. But um, yeah, so I, I like Tobias Harris at seven K. That's probably uh, I'm probably going to run Tobias Embiid and Beal in some lineups here. I can't fault you. I think all they're all they all have upside. I think they're all. I think Tobias and Ben Simmons are underpriced, uh, given the the circumstances, playoffs, and the matchup. And Bede's priced appropriately, but all these guys, I'm expecting all three of them to hit their ceilings. Or not ceilings, hit their value. Sorry, if they all hit their ceilings, then yeah, you're going to want to play all three of them because you'll probably be looking at about 200 combined points between them. Um, out, Yeah, anybody else outside of those guys, though? Are you playing any Thibault? Are you playing any, like, Shake Milton, Danny Green? Anybody for value? Dwight Howard coming in there at 43? I'll always look at Danny Green. I just love the guy. I love his. I love his game. I love the way he contributes across the board. Um, but no, I'm not looking at any of those other guys. To tell you the truth, um, now if you want to, I, I can't fault you, but I'm not looking at him. I respect the honesty. We'll keep moving <laughs> to the next game. Atlanta Hawks traveling to New York, taking on the Knicks, 7:30 Eastern Standard Time game. This one coming in 2:13 game total. Knicks favored by two and a half, despite despite Mr. Trey Young being all over. I don't know if did you manage to catch that? He's basically all yeah. over uh, every New York media outlet that there yeah. is, and he's yeah. like barred from the city at this point. I like I don't know if he can walk around there. Uh, <laughs> the dude's just trying to do his job. Uh, Hawks, Brandon Goodwin, Cam Reddish, both ruled out for the Knicks. Nerlens Noel is questionable. Mitchell Robinson has been ruled out. I'll let you start. Give us some Hawks. Yeah, Trey Young, man, Trey Day. I'll, um, if I can fit him in uh, with all those guys I, talk, I talked about in the first game, somehow I get him in there. Um, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I just think, you know, the Knicks are a solid defensive team, but if you want to attack them, talk, attack them at the guard spot. I mean, they're running Alfred Payton out there as kind of a show at this point, and then they're bringing in Derrick Rose, and neither of those guys uh, is really that, that much of a lockdown defender. They have... Um, I can never say this guy's name, but they have Frank as the other backup point guard. Nidaclina, there you go, who can play some defense. Um, but uh, and he did he did get a chance on that last play, uh, that last game, and and failed. But uh, but no, I just don't I don't think I don't see a world in which Trey Young doesn't have a good game. So eighty five hundred for Trey Young, I'll I'll go there for sure. Um, probably gonna uh, slide down a little bit more in salary though, just because those other guys I want to play. So John Collins at sixty five hundred is another guy I'm looking strongly at. He had a really really strong first half, and then he just disappeared in the second. And have he got relegated to just standing in the corner uh, on the offensive end, and I have I would have to think that the Hawks adjust on that because he was just tearing the Knicks up uh, in that first half. So uh, hoping he has a bigger game here, 6,500. I uh, don't mind going to him there if he fills in my roster. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of looking at the same Hawks. I think I've been Capello's one of one of my favorite centers on the slate. Uh, I just love Capello in this matchup. I love Capello in playoff time. Had a little bit of a down game, still did. Pretty solid. Uh, only 30 DK points, but I think with all the other center options, he's going to be one of those guys that is low-owned. And when you talk about just all the upside all these guys have between him, Gobert, B, they all have 60-point, 50-point upside. It's all there. Uh, just getting and knowing I'm going to get an ownership discount, uh, getting at what I feel like is a price discount. We know that this Knicks team is going to play big. 
I, I don't mind taking some stabs at Capella, and I think I'm probably going to be overweight on him. So he'll probably be my favorite option. I think I'll look at Trey Young. I don't know how my builds are going to uh, wind up. If I end up not playing as much Beal, I'll probably have a little bit more Trey Young. But as of right now, I think I'm leaning slightly more towards Beal. Both of them are fantastic options, though. I don't think I'll be on Trey Collins. It's not the option I'm really looking at. And then if I need to go anywhere for some slight value, it might be a guy like taking a stab at DeAndre Hunter at 4K, hoping that he gets that minutes limit increased ever so slightly. Uh, it's been like hovering right around 20 to 22 minutes. If that can get bumped up to 24, 25, 4K, I wouldn't mind paying for it. But obviously some risk associated and you'd have to be getting some, some pretty good, uh, some pretty good stars in there. If you're, if you're looking at guys like that, but on the Knicks side of the ball, my man, a lot more interest over here and I'm sure you will have it as well. So I'll let you start break down some Knicks. Yes. Yes. I have a lot of interest in my, uh, 2011 Chicago Bulls Redux uh, team over here on the other side of the ball. Uh, no, Julius Randle's there, 9400. He's on my, he's in my player pool. Uh, you can't rule him out. I think you know he had a, had a down game last game. Uh, I think he has a good bounce back potential here, especially you know they're they're going to be uh, in Madison Square Garden, of course, and uh, and they want to win this after a really a big letdown after Trey Young basically played villain. So uh, as far as narrative goes, I get it, 9400 for for Julius Randle. It's great. Um, like I said, I have other interests in other guys, so I'm just probably not going to play him a whole bunch. Um, but I get I get the FPL. Uh, but I do have a ton of interest. I've got a lot of interest in my guy, Derrick Rose. Uh, 2011's calling. Derrick Rose is here. Uh, you know, He's not the MVP candidate anymore, but 5,900. This guy played 38 minutes last game. Uh, he's a de facto starting point guard, whether or not Alfred Payton's out there to start the game or not. So um, if Derrick Rose is getting 38 minutes, uh, 5,900, yeah, sign me up. He's got huge, huge, huge upside here. Um, you know, obviously, if he's he has a little bit of that flashback game and, and drops 40, 50 points, which is totally possible. Uh, not, I mean, it's not probable at all, but it's possible. Um, you're looking at a, a huge uh, value there. Uh, and then, um, you know, another great, great uh, value play here on, the, on that side of the ball is Taj Gibson, 3,300. Uh, New Noel is questionable with the sprained ankle. If he is out, I'm playing Taj Gibson all day, every day, uh, forever. But uh, if Noel is in, I'll probably still play Taj Gibson. He got 24 minutes in that last one. I know uh, Noel did spring his ankle, obviously, so maybe he got a few more extra minutes there. But um, if he's getting in the mid-20s to the low-20s, he contributes some points, he contributes some boards, he contributes some blocks. He's even thrown in some assists there. He contributes everywhere uh, for this Knicks team. Uh, and, and Tibbs has his guys. So if this team, if this game's close and he wants to rely on somebody, Tibbs is uh, very set in his ways. He's going to play his guys. Taj Gibson's one of those guys. Yeah, so I know... I know uh... Noel hurt his ankle in the fourth quarter. Yeah. At, at what point in the fourth quarter? I don't know. I can actually, I'll check, I'll check on that. But while I'm stalling it, I'm checking that to find out exactly, <laughs> uh, you know, what point he hurt. Uh, absolutely love Randall. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm fully expecting a bounce back game. 9,400 is a great price tag. I love the matchup. It, everything about it. It just, you know, screams off the page. There's a lot of options on this Knicks team. And for that reason, you know, Randall might even, you know, go lower owned than he probably should. And by that, I mean, he'll probably still be 58% owned on the slate. But he's on this kind of slate with the options we have, he's a guy that probably should be more like 60, 65. Uh, Barrett's a great option. Derek Rose is a great option. Alec Burke's coming off of one of his best games of the season. It just happens to be at one of the, in a, a playoff game. Great option. Any guy that's going to get 26 minutes to have that sort of volume, that sort of usage is a fantastic option in this matchup. And then you touched on it, Todd Gibson. Uh, he's a play for me as well, either regardless of Noel. I expect Noel to play. He was originally deemed probable, and then they you know, downgraded him to questionable, I guess, or they just said they, they didn't list his availability or say if he's going to be good to go. So I expect him to play. 
But clearly, it's still bothering him. It's going to be bothering him. It's an ankle injury. It doesn't just heal overnight, you know, a day or two, three days minimum. And with that being said, it's also Nerland Zoel who has a trip or two to the locker room here and there. So uh, Taj Gibson is Tibbs' guy. He will forever have a place in his heart and probably on his coaching staff once he retires. So probably looking at at least 20 minutes for Taj regardless, I think. So all, all yeah. four of those guys, uh, four, five are options five, yeah. for me. Um <laughs> pick and choose i think having two to two to three of these guys in a lineup makes a lot of sense and i love your call on derrick rose because you know between him and burks i think make it having one of those guys just having one of these bench unit uh usage guys is a big way to go because a lot of times you don't want to just crowd up on the on the starters because you're trying to capitalize especially if you're playing in a gpp on maximizing the potential profit from your lineup maximizing the amount of points that each player can get to get you to the highest scoring lineup and you know, going with three or four guys in a starting unit sometimes can be tough because, you know, someone's got to eat and someone's going to have to stand there in the corner. And having the the usage, you know, distributed amongst having, you know, two of the, you know, Randall or, or Barrett perhaps, and you have two of those guys that you know are going to lead the starters in usage, and then having the guy that might lead the bench unit in usage is a way you could just attack a team and capitalize all around. So uh, I love doing that. I love getting those bench unit guys. So love that you mentioned Derek Rose, man. Uh, I'm going to probably have a fair amount of him as well. Are you ready to move on to the next one? I am ready. That's a mouthful, man. I got to I got to start <laughs> breathing more in between uh in between talking. Oh, and in between my stalling, I did find out that Nerlens Noel uh he got hurt right at the it is the 9 uh, 6 minute mark. So about okay. 6 minutes left in the game and then when he checked out, we saw our main man Taj Gibson check right in and he finished the last 5 minutes. So Taj Gibson was probably looking at about 18 minutes, regardless of the New Orleans Noel injury. And that's enough for me. 3,300, you're playing a dumpster dive play. I think I prefer that over DeAndre Hunter for $700 less. So, boom, there it is. Last game of the night, Memphis Grizzlies traveling to Utah, taking on the Jazz, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. For the Grizzlies, Sean McDermott, only person ruled out. Grizzlies, or I mean, uh, Jazz have yet to submit their injury report, but they should be good to go. Two sixteen and a half game total. Jazz favored by seven and a half. We expect Donovan Mitchell to be available for this one. That's probably why we haven't gotten their injury report. We're waiting on that, but we expect them to be available, especially after the shenanigans that happened in that last one. Um, I don't know if you saw that, Keith. He came out and said, like, you know, I don't know why they didn't play me. I guess it boiled down to his his personal trainer said he was good to go. And the team's training staff said, no, 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 not so soon. Uh, we want you for the rest of the playoffs, not just for game one. So, I'll pass it over to you. Let's hear some uh, some Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I you know everyone's darling the Memphis Grizzlies and Cinderella's story. I love it. I love it. I want them to win. Obviously, I'm cheering for them. I just got this feeling in my gut, though. This is going to be a wake up game for these Grizzlies. Uh, Utah Jazz are coming back full strength. Um, you know. Mitchell's coming back from an injury, so he's getting re reintegrated. So um, it's always kind of tough when you're doing that with somebody that has a lot of usage. But uh, it's just something tells me the Jazz are just going to give it to the Grizzlies here. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I want the Grizzlies to win. But uh, John Morant's still in my player pool, 8,100. I think that's a fair price for him. Um, am I going to play him a whole bunch? Probably not. I think he's probably not going to have a lot of ownership. Um, so I, I would go to some jaw, maybe in a GPP uh 
play, you know, if I'm having multiple entries. Um, but I'm probably most excited about the other guy I'm looking at on the Grizzlies is Grayson Allen at 3,700. Uh, seems to have sneaked back into that 25-ish minute mark, uh, minute uh, role that he had before, where he was just putting up numbers, putting up 25 or so uh, DK points, you know, every single time he, he touched the floor because he was getting 25 minutes. Um, so, you know, I like him here again. You know, Melton's not playing as much, and uh, uh, obviously Dylan Brooks had a huge game, but Grayson Allen had a huge, uh, hit some huge shots in that in that uh, playing game against the Golden State Warriors. So I think he's really uh, just earned his spot again. And uh, 3,700 obviously is is not a very uh, bad price to pay. So so you're getting a lot of uh, salary saved there, and uh, he's probably going to hit value. Absolutely. Listen, I'm I'm kind of with you on John Moran. I'll keep him in my player pool uh, just for GPPs. But I don't, I realistically I don't see myself owning too much of him. Uh, you know, as, as well as he played in that last one, he didn't hit value. You know, there's a lot of guys on this slate who are in premium spots. I'd rather pay the extra 400 for Trey. I'd rather pay the 800 less for Ben Simmons. Uh, those are just easy decisions for me to make. And I honestly, I'd probably even rather pay the 67 for Conley on the other side once we get to him. Only two people I'm looking at it. You touched on Grayson Allen. Uh, yes, absolutely. Value play. Anybody that's playing mid-20s minutes during the playoff and is under 4K is a value play. You're not expecting every single guy to, that's a value under 4K to hit you 35 or 40 like we were during the regular season. Uh, you'll be happy if they hit 5X. That's what we're looking for because we know that rotations are going to be tight and the guys that we spend up on, we're hoping that we're expecting to at least hit the value of where they're priced at. Uh, at least for the first round of playoffs, like Ben Simmons at 73. He keeps playing the way he is. He's not. He's going to be priced at 8K by the next series, guaranteed. But those are the two guys. Just Joe Val uh, as a pivot off of Capella. And then I'll be looking at a little bit of Grayson Allen as well. On the Jazz side of things, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, Going back to Gobert, don't mind that one bit. Again, it's tough. This is probably why I'm not going to get on any Embiid. I like all these mid-tier centers. Uh, Gobert got into foul trouble, fouled out of that last game, only ended up playing 25 minutes, uh, still managed to put up 35 DK points. You know, this guy could actually stay in the game, play a full complement of minutes, end up playing 30 minutes, 35 minutes. He's pretty much locked into 40-plus, so I absolutely love Gobert and him. My real struggle is more between Gobert and Capella. Um, less of Valanciunas. Again, that's part of the reason why I don't want to play a lot of those Grizzlies guys is that Gobert got into foul trouble and fouled out, only played 25 minutes. Of course, it's easier for everybody to have a little bit more action in the paint when Gobert's out of the game. But uh, Gobert, Conley is probably it for me. And then Royce O'Neal, if I need the value at 4,100, just another guy playing 36 minutes at 4,100. If you need value, you can't go wrong with guys like that. I'm going to go ahead and say I really have nothing else to add because I have the exact same people uh, and the exact same reasoning. I, I do love I do love your analysis of Gobert, though. Um, you know, if I wasn't so, I mean, I, I'm just so on top of Embiid. I'll have to think about it a little bit more. But, um, but I do love that. That uh, I do love this price here, 7,700 for Gobert against in this matchup. I mean, I just think it's money. So, uh, man, I don't know, man. Maybe I can get both <laughs> in there. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, double but center. I'm, yeah, I'm 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 uh, totally in, on board with you, 100. percent Same way. Same thinking. All right. Well, that brings us home, man. That rounds us out. So that will bring us to our player tiers. Expensive tier. Start us off. I am going to go with my main man, the process, Joel Embiid, 10-1. Uh, just love it. I love it. I love it in this spot because I want. I want to have this as a run it back game, as the you know one game on the on the slate that has the highest uh, game total. And uh, you know he just struggled with fall trouble the entire game. I was watching, and um, you know he just couldn't get it going. Um, so if he gets it going here, starts getting some momentum, uh, there's no way he doesn't just tear absolutely tear up this uh, this Wizards interior defense. It's a terrible defense. So uh, you know show everyone why you're in the MVP conversation, Joel. Win me some money. Yes, sir. Love it. I will go to the most improved player 
love the little narrative as well for Julius Randle, 9,400. Uh, absolutely love him. The matchup, he torched them all season long. The only bad game he had against them was last game. Expect a big bounce back game. Expect a big bounce back game for the Knicks in general. And uh, yeah, still at home. You got to hope that they can they can protect it a little bit now. Uh, they got to liven up the garden a little bit more. I don't think they were loud enough for Trey Young. They quieted down at the end a little bit too much. So uh, I will go with some Julius Randle. Uh, Mid tier, AK or less. Who are you looking at? I am looking at my guy Derek Rose. It must be 2011 because this guy uh, he's just uh, playing playing well, playing well. 38 minutes last game, uh, de facto starter. Um, you know he's just got the upside there. It's just huge upside. I mean, if this guy's shots falling and he's just feeling it and he's getting in his groove, I've seen this guy obviously watch him play a lot of basketball. So uh, cheering for him always. So I love I love uh, having a guy I can cheer for, and also it looks like a great value play in uh, in uh, DFS, and that's what Derek Rose is to me. So D- Derek Rose is my guy. All right, I'll go. I think I'm going with the exact same guys who went in my last tier on the the last time these teams played. I'll go Ben Simmons, 7,300. Just love the matchup, love everything about it. I uh, love the usage. I love that he's going to have to play every single minute that he possibly could. Uh, and this is just one of those matchups where, with the pace, with the two players involved between Beal and Westbrook, it's a very turnover prone matchup. Uh, you know, that leads to lots of steals, lots of transition dunks, lots of fast breaks, lots of things that that Ben Simmons could get fantasy points with. So. Uh, I will have some Ben Simmons. <clears throat> if I didn't, if I didn't go with Ben Simmons, though, uh, I think I just switched my own mind. I, I not only changed <laughs> your mind with uh, Rudy Gobert, I think I changed my own mind. I think I'm starting to, I think I'm starting to re- lean a little bit more Rudy over Capella. I'm uh, looking at my build right now, and uh, I'm, I'm digging it, man. I kind of digging it. So we'll have, we'll, we'll have, to, we'll have to see on that one. But we'll go to value tier. Uh, give me your value play. All right, Taji boy, Taj Gibson, man, he's my guy, 3,300. Hopefully uh, Noel's a little banged up and, and sits a little bit more and Taj gets a few more minutes. But uh, like you said, even if he gets that 18 minutes, it's it's still money, man. Still uh, still contributing to this team a whole lot. And Tibbs uh, just loves his guys, man. And T- Taj has been his guy for a decade. So uh, I'm all aboard that Taj Gibson trade at 33, train at 3,300. It feels like it's been more than a decade. <laughs> it may be. It might have been like 12 years or something. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it sounds been, better. It's clean. Yeah, it does. It's <laughs> nice and smooth. All right. I can't I can't fall to there. I do like it, but I think he won't, you know, especially if uh, Noel plays, his ownership will. That would be nice ownership that we get on him. Uh, I'll go to probably, I think this is the exact same guy as the last time, Grayson Allen, 3,700. Uh, just the right value play, 3,700 for a guy that we know is going to be playing 25 minutes. And I think that's just key. Just make sure your guy has a role. If you're playing someone with value, <clears throat> make sure there's a reasoning on why. Uh, you know, that's bottom line. I mean, there's a few other guys we could mention and go to. Uh, but I have just as much confidence in all these guys as I do. You know, Danny Green, Grayson Allen. You know, you're, you're hoping that you get the 15 to 18. If they happen to score 25, you'll take it. Just want to avoid the eight, nine-point stinkers that we see in between a lot of these guys get. But that takes us home, my good friend Keith. So, Thank you guys for listening. If you have a moment, you can give us a five-star rate and review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Get the notification whenever this podcast hits the airwaves for you to listen. allows us to also get better and see what you guys think, bottom line. And then if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Patria. That's M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And you can find Keith at Ginsburg Beats. That's G-1-N-S-B-E-R-G-B-3-A-T-S. Keith, is there anything else you'd like to leave the people with before we get out of here? Uh, no, man. I hope Rose drops 40 on, on the Atlanta Hawks. That would make, make my night. I don't even care who wins the game. I just want, uh, I want Derek Rose to drop 40. That's, that's all I want.
So right. everyone be on the lookout for it. I'm calling it here now. Derek Rose is dropping, uh, I'll say 35. 35. No, 32. I'll say 32. I'll drop it a little bit more. That's like a nice, respectable number, too. Just, you know, just bullish enough where, you know, if you said like 20, like 24, we'd be like, eh, you know, no no big deal. That's not dropping. You don't drop 24. uh, You just score 24, man. You drop 32. Well, if I get 24, (laughs) man, it's dropping it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If I drop six in a pickup game, I'm happy. So, yeah. (laughs) That's it from us, from Keith, from I, Micah Patria. From everybody here at Hoopball, from the guys that would be lucky if they can score, drop six. We can't. uh, We can barely drop our car keys and pick them up without feeling the pain. But thank you guys for listening. We will be back tomorrow. It'll be Santino and I. We'll be taking down the slate. Let's go out there and crush some GPPs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.